Okay, yeah. Go. So, what did you think of the film? Uh, I really liked it. I, um, you know, it was very. Uh, you could tell. You could definitely argue it was a more mature film from Tarantino up until like the last. You know, you know. Spoilers oh. ahead. Spoilers. Oh ahead. yeah, we're going to spoil this whole mother. But it's uh, very kind of like reserved. You're just sort of seeing the inner dynamics of Hollywood. DiCaprio plays this TV actor who's on the way out. His career is on a down slope. You know, Brad Pitt is kind of like his assistant, his helper. So it's kind of like showing these fading stars and people who never even got to be stars. And they're on their way out. And it's, you know, it's kind of very character driven. It is very character driven. And again, it's not what you expect. Because you, you hear yeah. about the film, you see the cast, you think, oh, this is going to be like a Pulp Fiction style. Exactly, yeah. It's going to be like five different stories. Yeah. And then they all kind of converge around the Tate killing. Yeah. And you're expecting, oh, it's going to be end with fucking like Brad Pitt karate chopping uh, Charles Manson in the head. <laughs> You know, it's going to be some kind of crazy thing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, uh, oh, guess what? Samurai sword. Right. Sharon Tate picks up the samurai sword and, and then it goes full, like, well, kill bill. Okay, let's just, I mean, the big thing, the way, you know, as he likes to do, change in history, uh, Sharon Tate doesn't die in it. But I I think everybody, first time you watch it, because every, everybody familiar with the Tate murders and the Manson family and all that stuff, they're expecting to see a big massacre in Sharon Tate's house where she dies. Yeah, I, di- I didn't expect it to not go that way. Um, so he had me fooled. Well, I was you know bamboozled. what? I was expecting that. I was expecting it was going to be an altered history thing. Mm. But the film was so mature and sparse. And set in the real world, yes. That you're like, maybe he's just gonna show the killings, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And if you, I tell you what, if you want to see a woman getting murdered, okay, mm. uh, the haunting of Sharon Tate. Oh, that's like a... the Hillary Duff one. Oh wow, Hillary that... Duff, Lizzie McGuire as yeah, Sharon yeah, Tate. Yeah, yeah. That's a fun one because she's Sharon Tate's little animated version of herself. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. Uh, she's a uh, it's Sharon Tate and she's in high school. Yeah, and she's having crazy problems. And Polanski, that's when they meet. Polanski, uh, you know, the little nerdy kid, yeah. and Lizzie McGuire. I can't remember. Gordo. Or I think something? it was Gordo. Yeah, it was yeah. Gordo. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gordo yeah. Polanski. <laughs> Remember uh, Frankie Muniz was in uh, Lizzie McGuire? No, I don't he remember He showed up that. one episode as himself. As himself? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, wow, you're Frankie Muniz. Yeah. Yeah, Britney Spears had a cameo in uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch yeah. as herself. Well, look what happened to her. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really <laughs> funny. She's like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She's like, oh, it must be so great to be a pop star and loved by everyone. And then Britney Spears goes, sometimes that's the loneliest place to be. Hit me, baby. And then they start singing and dancing. Yeah. And it was real. It hit me with the feels. Mm. It was deep. Yeah. That was the first time I ever thought, oh, maybe Hollywood stars aren't all And then happy. On, on set, the dad came out. Britney Spears' dad came out and just dragged her by the hair and said, don't reveal too much. I've got a contract, you bitch. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen all that shit? Free yeah. Britney yeah, and all. Yeah. Basically getting her, because he's like, he's got... He's her guardian, but also he has like control of her finances and what she does, her personal life, her medication, whatever else. I don't know. Isn't she on an allowance of like two hundred and three euro a week? <laughs> it's been cut down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, it is. She has to go to Tesco also, wearing a mask. They give her euros as well, not dollars. <laughs> so she's going around Vegas. <laughs> uh, I know, hundred percent believe that. What? That, like, the family control her oh, and they 100%. give her, like... Yeah, well, she had, like, a mental breakdown, so they're, like... Oh, she's did a- she? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did she? 2008, or, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they, she shaved the head and all that stuff. Maybe she's trying, trying to look. No, and I then think- the media were, like, oh, evil. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was institutionalized. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, great, yeah. <laughs> Who told you that? The dad? I suppose, <laughs> I'm, I am just basing this on TMZ. No, like, so did he like- tell you down the pub, did he? <laughs> I've given her 203 euro, the stupid bitch. <laughs> Have you seen Crossroads? Fucking shite. What a twat. Yeah, yeah. It would and be. Jamie Lynn Spears is like, she's bringing up her bastard child that Dan Schneider impregnated her with. You heard that theory? Yeah. yeah. It's so funny that, like, Jamie Lee is like, I'm the lucky one. <laughs> Ooh, I God. get I get two hundred and seven euro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's uh, on that Nickelodeon dollar. Yeah, yeah. No, it would be so easy to do that, and it's, but like she's not the only one. So many of these stars are like, yeah, my dad controls everything. Yeah, well, um, Beyonce, I feel they have right? to like divorce their dads. Yes, emancipation. Yeah, yeah. Macaulay Culkin did it. Corey Feldman did it. All the cool guys, all the hip cats. Yeah, but like if you're 
got a son. Yeah. And he's making money. Yes. What are you supposed to do? Just like, you know. <laughs> Not take every single penny and leave him a broke <laughs> spastic? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's on. so easy. Live in the real world, people. It's, you've got power over him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like, yeah. look, I wasn't there for you when you needed it <laughs> now give me your money now i know i put you in a room with producers and left you there mm. and whatever happened happened mm. i haven't seen your documentary yet but uh i'm taking all your money Corey. you little yeah. bitch yeah remember i used to put you in the trunk <laughs> do you want to go back yeah yeah bigger I, I, I paid for the car it's probably bigger than that shoebox you're living in on ventura boulevard yeah you freak we'll get back to the film in a minute but yeah, like we're really like, tangent britney yeah. britney is like She's doing a residency at the moment, I think. In, in Vegas. Vegas. That's yes. why it's even better. It's just like you shuttle her from the from the venue. Fr- to the, from the loony bin yeah, to yeah. Vegas and back. You get her on stage, you throw peanuts at her. <laughs> Slip right up. You want to see the amazing Britney Spears shaking her titties and ass. Here we go. Yay. Yeah, yeah. She does her songs. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. has no idea what day it is. <laughs> she doesn't know who it's... She thinks Bush is still president. She doesn't even know 9-11 happened. No. She's like, when are we going to the World Trade Center? <laughs> Later, Brittany, now dance. Uh. Yeah, it's just, it's just so easy. Like, um, bringing her around on a chain. It's just, yeah. No, but look, Poor anyway. Brittany, though. I mean, poor Brittany. Free Brittany is what we're saying. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And like, oh, like, it's actually picking up steam now. It's not just... It's not just like conspiracy theorist types. It's like gone mainstream. Yeah. But like... But the the way that people are like decoding her Instagram stories, like, oh, do you see the way she moves slightly to the left? That means MK Ultra. Yeah. Do yeah. You know what I mean? They're really like going deep and like the decoding the that's, subliminal see, that's messages. The, that's the problem where they've yeah. gone from like, is it possible that like, uh, you know, a celebrity is being used for money? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. that's not it's, enough. It, it's the CIA. <laughs> It's aliens, yeah. Nazi moon base. Yeah. It's all happening. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> what is that? That's about Venezuela. <laughs> uh, Hugo Chavez yeah. is like, a, I don't even know if that's accurate, is it? I, Venezuela? I, I, I don't know. Probably not. I know, I'm a real Britney. Yeah. Well, look, uh, let's start with. So this film opens. Go back to Once Upon a Time, Time in Hollywood. Okay. okay. So this film opens now. I was. I think I was overthinking this film when I first watched it. Right. So you know where it starts off with the interview. Yes. With Cliff Booth. That's uh, Cliff Booth. Is that? That's uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. And then Rick Dalton. Is Rick DiCaprio. fucking Dalton. Rick yeah, DiCaprio. fucking Dalton. Okay. Now it starts off with a black and white interview with them. Okay? Yes. Yes. And you remember? Okay. Now I was overthinking this. The guy, the interviewer, goes, "What does a stuntman do?" And uh, Cliff says, I-, I take his load. Oh. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, and then yeah. they both kind of laugh. <laughs> now, I immediately think gay. Gay? Yeah. Oh, you thought they're gay together? So the whole film... You're just like waiting to see that yeah, yeah. Brokeback Mountain, two lads in the tent scene. Yeah, I'm watching this with gay glasses. <laughs> gay tinted glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rosé tinted glasses. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, every kind of like even subtle thing, I'm like, ah. <laughs> I know what that is. I see what you've Every done there. Every time he smokes a cigarette, it's like, aha, oral fixation with a phallic instrument yeah, in his yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I said that while just sucking on a, a big pipe, a big rusty pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we really can't let you bring that in here. Hey, they're <laughs> not... <laughs> I brought, I sneak in my popcorn. <laughs> I just found inside a road. You do that popcorn trick where yeah. you put, but instead of your dick, it's a lead pipe up yeah. through the bottom of the box, and then you reach it. It's like, oh, what's this? It's just myself. Yeah, I bring a girl with me. And she's like, <laughs> what's he doing? <laughs> it's foreplay. Oh. So, so they're not gay. Okay. Okay. So it's the two guys. Now, here's a good question. Yes. Now, Brad Pitt won an Oscar for this film. Yes. For best supporting. Yes. And DiCaprio did not win anything for yeah. best lead. Yeah. Do you think that's acceptable? Personally, everybody said, oh, Brad Pitt steals the show. He's amazing. He's amazing. He is fucking great in it. Yeah. Personally, I think DiCaprio is better. DiCaprio is way more to do. Yeah. He can show off way more. And, you know the stutter? Yeah. I didn't even catch that properly the first time I yeah, watched this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, he stutters a little bit. But the second time, you're like, oh, this is like... It's all the time. He's good at like starting more uh, important meetings and stuff like that. Yeah, like when he's under more stress and stuff. Yeah, when he's talking to uh, Pacino, Pacino, he yeah. stutters more. Well, uh, I gotta tell you. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. We'll get That's, to Pacino yeah, in a second. Yeah, we'll get to Pacino. Yeah. Uh, but 
Yeah, and then you get to see the good acting as well. And like he has, like he cries a lot, but it's like he's got this. He's re- so good at being like pathetic and hilarious. Like when he's in his trailer, it's like, why the fuck did you have to have eight whiskey yeah. sours? You fucking alcoholic! And he's just like smashing the mirrors, like do do do, you fucking idiot! I, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that was so good. It was so funny. It's so good, and he does it well. Like I feel yeah. like if 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 this was Sean Penn. Yeah, it, it'd be too serious. It'd be too serious. And that crying, he yeah. would be like, I gotta go, like, just ball mm. and, like, have red eyes and be like, I am Sam. Go, yeah, go full retard. Like, <laughs> for no reason, yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, no, yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't. Isn't he, he impregnates a hooker in that film, doesn't he? I am Sam. Yeah. I've never seen it. I think he gets a, a girl pregnant. Oh. And then it's like, oh. <laughs> well. Repeal <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So, um,. What are you talking about? So, like, it's the two guys. But, no, Brad Pitt is great. He is great, man. And I think this is is a real statement film. As in? He's away from Angelina. Okay. He's like, look, I've still got it. He takes that shirt off. He's still got it. Yeah. But you know what? It's good that he's, he's leaning into, like, the whole thing about that character is he's like... The older guy, he's like, he knows he's not the hot young buck anymore, yeah. but he's still got it. He's got, like, self-awareness and maturity, but yeah. still that little bad boyish thing. And he's know? the perfect age for this. Yeah, yeah. If he was, like, two, like, even, like, ten years younger, it's like, oh, it's too, pretty boy. Too young, pretty exactly. Boy. Yeah, he's yeah. just the perfect age, but he's still, whew. Yeah. Oh, mama. Oh, and he took that, he took that he shirt took off. he took that shirt off, we're still wearing the gloves, the yeah. big worker man gloves. I was like, boy, howdy. Well, there's a there's a new kink I didn't know I had, yeah. but there we go. I dropped my pipe. <laughs> Clang. That's all you hear in the I, cinema. Like, there's steps, so it was like, it, as, it roll, <laughs> as it rolls down bing, the steps. Bing, bing. Oh, Jesus. Where's my pipe? <laughs> You're just like, yeah. r- like rummaging under people's feet. I need my pipe. Yeah. Anyway, right so right. anyway, look, just to set up what happens, okay? So Dalton is down his luck. He yeah. left. He was on a popular show called Lancer. Lancer. Was it? No. Lan- no, he's, he's, he's Lancer's the pilot he's doing. Yes, but it's the cowboy show. What was it called? Uh, Something justice or something like that was it i can look it up i think it's better if we just okay don't look it we up just don't look it yeah, up yeah, yeah. we don't know if uh, bounty law bounty law that's yeah. what it is yeah so yeah, he yeah. was on bounty law huge success yes he decides to go off and do the movies he goes over to where is it uh france or sweden or somewhere to well, do like an art house movie he tries a few things okay and we see that he might have been in the great escape Yes, but uh, we don't know if that's just him fantasizing or he actually had the chance and that fucked was great. It up. Actually, that was very well done. It the, was uh, very CGI. well done. I actually have to say, it was interesting that they did the CGI for the Great Escape and put him in the film. Yeah, yeah. Did not do that with Sharon Tate. No, no. Wait, what do you mean? Sorry. When we see a film in the movie, we see the Wrecking Crew. But it's actually... It's uh, actually her. They didn't, they didn't put Margot Robbie into the film. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. Even though it would be very easy. Yeah, that's true. I suppose maybe, you know, that was just Tarantino's little homage to Sharon Tate. Like, give her some screen time because the story, she is an integral part of this movie. So yeah. he obviously has a lot of love for her. So show her, you know, don't don't edit in Margot Robbie. Actually show Sharon Tate as a tribute. It's like, oh, she was wonderful. You know, I actually feel like the great escape scene... Is almost a kind of like, yes, I could do if I wanted to. It's kind of letting everyone know that this is a choice I've made to yeah, keep yeah, the original yeah. footage of Sharon It's like, Tate. I know how to do it. Yeah. Instead of some nerds like, oh, you should have put, you actually <laughs> fucked up Tarantino. That's the wrong actress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's just, not Margot Robbie. <laughs> just in the middle of the premiere, somebody stands up with a lead pipe. Ah! <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> So-called great director. <laughs> Hoisted by her own baton. You can't even tell blondes apart. <laughs> Blonde lies matter. All right. No, they don't. No, they don't. Who um, is? <laughs> so, look. Uh, Rick is back in Hollywood, and he's yeah. doing TV now. Okay. And he's playing villains. He's just doing, like, little uh, cameos and, like, similar kind of crappy or, or one shots like yeah, yeah 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 the villain who gets beaten up exactly and then he is just meeting with al pacino yeah now who is al pacino in that is he just like a, a an agent or is oh he... yeah al pacino's not well he's obviously based on the stereotype of what an agent's like but he's yeah. not based on an actual real person right okay uh but yeah he's going like listen uh rick you're getting beaten up every week on tv yes uh 
the audience sees you as a fucking sad sack now. They see you as being defeated, which is just like, it subliminally puts in their mind that you're on the way out. Yeah. You're a has-been, and a few years, nobody's going to want you. And you know why you think that? Why? Because it's true. Yes. Yes. And deep down, Rick knows this. Yeah. And Pacino's like, listen, you can go off with me and do Italian movies. Yeah. Or, what, get beaten up by Batman and Robin? They say Italian quite a lot, yeah. Uh, Which... They mentioned Batman and Robin in this, and I would have loved... Adam West, Batman? I would have loved... Uh, just, just look, so just put him in an episode. It's not that hard. Just put him in. Just to see him... To see DiCaprio as a Riddler yeah. would have been so funny. Holy statutory rape, Batman! <laughs> DiCaprio's girlfriend is only 14! And he's like... Just one minute there, old John... That's more John Wayne. Yeah, John yeah. Wayne is Batman. Yeah. Well, Pilgrim, what are you doing here with the penguin? Yeah, the yeah. ultimate villain. He's like, actually, she's eighteen, and he pulls, and she's just eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, rats. <laughs> same twat channel, same twat time. <laughs> oh. I don't know, it's so dumb. Yeah, it's yeah, so dumb. But that's why they love the show. That's why people, no one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, like, um, Rick is at a crossroads, right? And now he's got Lancer coming up. Okay. And Lancer is this new pilot he's doing with uh, Tim the Elephant. Right. Uh, Scooty McNara is in it as well. Yes, for a brief scene. Brief seconds. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually a lot of people in this that I'd forgotten about the first time I seen it. Yeah. Who was Luke Perry again? Just, he was the guy. He was, yeah. In, you know this, the, the actually good acting scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's like, uh, he has a little girl in his lap. That's and he's a like, great scene. Yeah. So Luke Perry is the guy he's talking to in that scene. Yeah. And he, he was says, the movie dedicated to Luke Perry because he died before oh, it was no. released? No, no, no. no. Tarantino would not allow that. <laughs> what, Tarantino's going to like... Dedicated to Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, Tarantino's going to ruin the film by dedicating it to a C-lister. Fucking 90210. I mean, Burt Reynolds also died before, like, it would make more sense to dedicate it to him. Was Burt Reynolds on it? He read for it. For which the Bruce Dern part? Oh, really? He read for it, and they were all ready to go, and then, and then fucking he died. It's a fucking idiot. Ugh. Yeah, this was his comeback. It was his fourteenth <laughs> comeback. He really needed this one. You know, he hated uh, Boogie Nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know sh- why? Why? Because he was. Uh, no, I'm asking you. Sorry. Because he was shown as like a has been or whatever, like that. Like everyone, I think. Well, I don't know. This is pure conjecture on my part, but. Everybody, I think, after that movie came out, because, like, that character, you see him, you know, as a big hotshot porn producer, and then he's, like, he's on the way out, and that college kid is like, you're a fucking has-been, you're a nobody, and everybody drew parallels between Burt Reynolds' character and him in real life. It's like, oh, it's great, because he actually is a has-been and a joke, and nobody respects him. Yeah. I assume that has something to do with it, but I I could believe Burt would have that kind of ego. Yeah. Or even if it's completely imagined by him, he would be like, this this whole film is just a way to make fun of me, Mm. and that's that. (laughs) That's the way he would look at it. Like, they're all in on it. Yeah. Wahlberg, that big fake penis at the end. <laughs> That's actually my dick. Oh, they modelled it on mine. Oh, how dare they? Um, so let's get into the juicy stuff here. Okay. So after the meeting with Pacino, yeah. they go home. Yes. Guess who lives next door? Uh, Sharon Tay. And Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. Now, how do you feel? Like, I feel like the way Sharon Tay is handling this is very good. She's almost angelic in the film. Yeah. Like, she's giving people, uh, like, she's giving rides to hitchhikers and stuff like that. Yeah. She's, like, dancing all the time. She's just, like, full of life. Yeah. Now, Polanski, we don't see much because he was gone for most of this. Yeah. Plus, you got to be very careful of not portraying Polanski in a favorable light, especially after, I'm sure you're familiar with the Tarantino interview on Howard Stern. Oh, am Stern. I familiar with am that? I, am I ever? I told him to say that. <laughs> Ah, uh, this guy with the lead pipe, he, uh, let me know what to say. <laughs> what did he say exactly on Basically, Stern? Basically, his, I, you know, this isn't verbatim, but um, it was something along the lines of, hey man, it was a Hollywood party. She was doing drugs. She was 13. Yeah, but what was she doing there? She knew what she was getting into. That was yeah. basically the crux of it. Like, that was the sum Someone of it. else also around that time, their point was, was it Bill Maher? It was someone, uh, their whole point was, it, the, he's only got in trouble because it was anal. Really? Yeah. <laughs> if you have missionary sex with 13-year-olds. If he's 69-er, yeah. they would have put him on the cover of Time magazine. You, you can't say nothing. It's a loophole. <laughs> Wait, that was his... Was that like a joke or was he being serious? It was maybe as a joke, but yeah. even like as a joke, you're kind of like, 
Hmm. Hmm. I don't see. I don't like Bill Maher personally. I, I find him very like uh, condescending and arrogant, and I don't. You know. I used to like him when I was a kid. Yeah, that's I when know. you're supposed to like him. Yeah, well, I see. Like you know, sure. Yeah, okay. Maybe I do agree with some of the stuff he says, but I just don't like him or how he says it. And he's so smug and like he can't laugh at himself. He takes himself so seriously. He's a weirdo. Like. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Apparently, he just basically doesn't do anything. He just kind of like. Goes to his house from the studio and then just smokes weed. Nice. Uh, you know what would be funny now? Good. You know what, like... It makes me like him a bit more. You now. know what would be funny? You know the way, like, Britney Spears' dad, he just loves controlling people. Yeah. What if we switched it, okay? Right. We put Bill Maher in a blonde wig. <laughs> we drug him up, okay? So he's all, Get like... all hopped up on goofballs. Yeah, so he's all like, who am I? Okay, we just... <laughs> oh, the lewds are kicking in. Yeah, yeah. And then we switch him out. Yeah. So then Britney Spears Britney can host Spears real time with Bill Maher. Real time with Bill Maher. <laughs> 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 I'd be better because she won't say the N-word as much. Oh, well, you don't know that maybe there's a reason why britney's dad has to keep a tight leash on her oh maybe i'm telling you they're all a bunch of no yeah. she's finally free my my chance to shine <laughs> they're a pack of <laughs> but it would be funny to see you know bill maher just getting abused yes it would be i yeah, agree yeah, that yeah. would be very funny yeah just you know yeah. but he has to dance in it, any context he has to dance in a little bikini yeah he's got Hit the little schoolgirl outfit on new rule hit me baby one more time dun 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 and you actually get to hit him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Polanski in this now. Yeah. You don't, yeah, he doesn't you don't, get shown a lot. He's not shown. He's dressed like all, uh, Austin Powers. Yes, he is. That's uh, true. But yeah. I suppose it's actually the opposite. That was the fashion back then. Yeah. You know? yeah. It, was a, it was the right thing. It was a trailblazer. I do kind of wish... Maybe it was too late, but I feel like if this film was in production now, yeah. Tarantino would have to do some kind of scene of him being a creep. Or like a, a, or him like falling over, you know, something just to like, just to show him in a negative light, yeah. or basically for Tarantino to say, "I know he's a bad guy. I'm not. He just, I can't do this story and not show him. Yeah, but I'm letting everybody know that I know he's a creep. Because the rumor is he used to, the rumor now is he used to hit her. Polanski beat yeah. Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. Where are you getting that from? Um, the Joe Rogan experience. Ah, okay. Actually, it's a very good episode. I forget the name now. There's a guy who. He did a whole um, book about Manson and the CIA. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And he said that the rumor is he used to beat Sharon Tate. Right. Oh, this is a rumor now. I don't want to speak ill of Polanski. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, that's the last thing he needs. <laughs> He's got enough troubles. The only way that would work is if I speak ill about him. Okay, I talk shit and he comes over to Ireland. Right. And then he gets arrested. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> It was all part of the plan. <laughs> I would have got away with it too if it was not for these uh, sneaky podcasters. Uh? Yeah. Now okay. we'll see who it is. Old man Polanski, we should have known. The I dog's fucked like, her in the ace. You fucked her in the ace? Zoinks. Or whatever the fuck Shaggy said. I don't uh, know. Yeah, it's zoinks, yeah. Was it? I it is know. zoinks, yeah. You don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, sorry, yeah. So anyway, he used to hit her, and apparently, again, this is what the guy in Joe Rogan said. Okay? okay, is after the murder, the uh found a tape. Okay, that Polanski had filmed oh. of Sharon getting fucked by other guys. Really? Yeah. Damn. Now apparently, the police were like, "Well, it's not really evidence." It's and not. Yeah. You don't want to kick him when he's down. You know. He's I mean, that's not necessarily like swingers and... Yeah, yeah, They were yeah. just coming out of the... I mean, this is the 60s, right? It's the 60s, yeah. It's the swinging now, 60s. They didn't specify that it was any way, like, bad. Yeah. It wasn't like he was like, you know, better do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or else, you know. Yeah. Uh, or also get my friend Marilyn Manson after you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, there was a tape of I said, her... I said Marilyn Manson said Charles Manson. I no, meant, I, no. No, I meant that. <laughs> you I meant, meant that. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't a mistake. No, it wasn't a mistake. No. Yeah, I was like, I got a time machine... <laughs> He's going to come back. He's wearing crazy makeup. <laughs> and they still blame him for Columbine. Yeah, yeah. Even though it doesn't happen for I, 30 years. I want to start that conspiracy where it's like, <laughs> you know who killed Sharon Tate? <laughs> Charles Manson was influenced by the music of <laughs> Marilyn Manson. <laughs> hey, Charlie, you know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. Okay, look, uh, we're getting silly here. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Let's get back to the actual film. All I'm saying is, they don't really touch too much on the, you know, the future of Charles of um, 
Polanski. Okay. They kind of, he's just a character there. And yeah. in actual real life, he was in London for most of this. Yeah, exactly. So we very we only yeah. see him when they move into the house. And then the Playboy them, mansion. The Playboy mansion. And Which, then that's pretty much it. That was actually filmed in the Playboy mansion. Is that right? Yeah. After Hef died? Uh, yes. Yeah. Apparently, it's just the neighbor bought it. You've oh, heard really? this story, haven't you? No. The neighbor bought it and Hef was like, please just let me live here till I die. Really? Yeah. And he was like, okay, because I feel sorry for you. <laughs> so uh, Tarantino went to the neighbor, like, can we film here? And apparently the neighbor was like not interested at all. He's like, yeah, do what you want. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah, apparently the neighbor was just like. Who's t- the neighbor? Some Just some rich guy. Rich probably guy. like some guy like he invested in like. Yeah, like um, some hedge fund manager or some yeah, shit. Yeah, hedge fund. And then like he also owns stock in Apple. I'm just making this up now. He's probably okay. a guy like he owns stock in Apple. And that's like number seven on his list of like. Investments, of, right? Okay, you know? yeah. He's, he probably got stakes in Halliburton. No, he's probably like he that. probably owns like some kind of water supply system. Yeah, and he's just waiting. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, they filmed it there. Uh, it would be funny now if they took a chance and actually like got like you know like if they got Samuel L. Jackson to play Polanski. Yeah. Just like have a bit of fun with it. That would have been good, not. <laughs> that is a tasty thirteen-year-old. <laughs> That's Bill Cosby. No. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. I was doing the Pulp Fiction That is a Tasty Burger Oh yeah That is. is a Tasty It is Bill Cosby yeah. I'm sorry But because you're doing dialogue <laughs> From Pulp Fiction Like you can't get me <laughs> Even Samuel Jackson's like Doesn't sound like me But Yeah On a technicality It's I an impression it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I apologize to Samuel L. Jackson And Bill Cosby Anyway. Uh, yeah. So um, as it goes along, we they kind of the storylines diverge a bit. Right. So we the way it goes, okay, is Brad Pitt goes off, meets the hippie girl. Yes. Goes to the, uh, the, let's the, talk about this first. Okay. okay. He meets the hippie girl played by uh, Margaret Quigley. I think her name is Margaret Quigley. Yeah, Quigley. Like yeah. yeah. And yeah. guess who got inside there? D- Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. My man. Of course. Of course. Pete, da- he like a little fucking. We well, got that big dick. Yeah. Everybody knows he is. Uh, yeah. He he he's, he hangs down. That dick is like a heat seeker, and it's just like <laughs> just going at every single actress. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that little, word, that little slut, Pete Davidson. Word spreads. We should slut shame him. We should. Yeah. You yeah. smelly whore, Pete yeah, Davidson. Yeah. I would definitely suck off Pete Davidson. Oh, if I had to, yeah. Like, yeah. Just bring a lead pipe. It's like, you are in for it tonight, baby. I was laughing at the idea of like, um, you know, Pete Davidson gets hired by SNL and he mm-hmm. has to teach Lorne how to get chicks. <laughs> Pete, please, your charisma is just intoxicating. How do you do it? Well, borderline personality disorder because my dad's dead. Yeah. Lo- Lorne is like so amazed by this. <laughs> He's like, I wish my dad was dead. <laughs> I wish my dad died in 9-11. My dad's just some dumb Canadian. Yeah, yeah. And then they go on double dates together and Lorne's like, I'm freaking out now. <laughs> just take a hit off the love pipe, man. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not really a fan of mind-altering substances, but okay. Uh, Lorne pulls a white. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're getting silly again. Yeah, okay, so anyway what do you think about this scene because some people are a little bit mixed on this scene of brad pitt going to the ranch and meeting all the hippies okay what do you think of this scene uh i mean i liked it i mean like it didn't like what people are saying that it was um inconsequential okay well everybody like the first thing i heard about this movie when it was getting made is like it features the Marilyn Manson, Sharon Tate murders. So knowing that going in, that that's like a big integral thing to the plot, I think it makes sense or stands to reason that you would see Spawn Ranch, the Manson mm. family, how these people lived. Because it's very interesting and maybe not a lot of people know about it. So it's like that whole thing with the old man who owned that ranch and they banged him and that's why he mm. let them stay there. Yeah. That's true. Like that's a real thing. Yeah. So I think I, I like that scene. Um, I like it. I think if you didn't know, because I watched this film in America with people who had no idea who Charles Manson... I watched it with people who are so young, they don't know Charles Manson or Marilyn Manson. That's like, That makes me sad. They're very young, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ve- Way too young. <laughs> like, oh, if I got caught... <laughs> I had to... I, transport, I transported them over state lines as well. <laughs> <laughs> so they could get you on human trafficking? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I wa- they were very young, and afterwards I had to explain the whole film to them. You had to actually had to explain the concept of cinema. They've yeah. never seen anything that wasn't on a phone. They didn't know what a Brad Pitt was. <laughs> Uh, so this is I actually like the film that they don't explain anything there's no like text at the start going like uh, you know 
1969, uh, you know, the, the golden age is almost dead. Yeah. There's none of that. Yeah. Um, you just have to figure it out yourself. So they were very confused when they walked out of that film. Okay. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Anybody... And they didn't get why the ranch, they were like, uh, verbatim, they're like, what was the deal with the ranch? Right, okay. It's not like afterwards you go like, oh. Yeah. No, well, that's the thing. Because I knew, because I know the story of Charles Manson, the Tate murders, all mm. that stuff. Like, if you went in and saw that film not knowing any of that stuff, mm. that's a very interesting, but I could imagine frustrating um, point of view because you'd be so out of the loop. I'd you, be very, con- I'd be interested to talk to somebody who didn't know about any of that stuff and just ask them, well, what did you think was happening then? Yeah. If you didn't know any of the Well, when stuff. I talked to them, they yeah. all said they thought they were going to attack him right there. Right. So I think that's why they're blue balled because then he just drives away. It is a very tense scene, but then and there's even... Um, there's the bit where the dude slashes his tires and then he fucks him up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, they were all like, oh, something, but they're all going to attack him now. It's going to be like fucking The Walking Dead. Yeah. And it didn't. And I like that, but I see where other people would be like, if they didn't know the history, just be like, oh, what? And also, you, you also you're kind of expecting like Charles to show up. Yeah, that's true. We don't uh, really see him a lot either. Have you seen the deleted scenes with Charles? No. Uh, no. Not that much substance eater okay the biggest thing they cut out is um you know when he goes see the house yeah and he's talking to um because he's actually looking for like the beat the guy from the beach boys who used to live there yeah, yeah, right yeah. that's so you know, he's, he's going to the house and yeah. he's kind of like is anyone here i'm not a murderer <laughs> like that okay in the deleted scenes brad pitt sees him on the roof oh okay and he goes wooga booga booga wooga booga booga charles manson does yeah okay to Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, is... then he smiles and walks away. Right. And yeah. Brad Pitt, like, puts his shirt back on and takes it off again. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then again. And again. <laughs> In my version, where I just looped it. Yeah. It's like Stanley Kubrick makes him do 400 takes. Yeah. Do you ever hear of a 24-hour cycle? No. Uh, it's a film. It's an art project where they slowed down the film cycle so it lasts 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. And I did that, but just to see him turn, taking his shirt off. <laughs> and they were like, is this an art project? Shut up! Uh, yeah, yes. for art. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you met my lead pipe? Um, yeah. Called Lucille. <laughs> um, you got some explaining to do. So this scene, uh, I liked it a lot. It's fun to see Bruce Dern in anything. Yeah, still kicking. What age is he now? He is... Very old. Nineties. He's at that age now where people even ask the age. It's like he's he's old. fucking old, old. He's yeah, like d- Kirk Douglas old. Uh, not that bad. He's still like, but he's old. in that territory of like nobody even. He's just old. He's as he's fuck. on the edge. Yeah, like Kirk Douglas near the end was gone. He was proper gone. He was just a bean in a wheelchair. Stage where Britney was like, "Jeez, you're gone. <laughs> you need you need free Kirk Douglas." <laughs> but no, uh, Bruce Stern's still pretty lucid. Yeah, pretty with it. He was been in a few films recently. He was in Peanut Butter Falcon as well with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, again playing the old guy. He doesn't really have much range now. <laughs> He wasn't playing the guy with Down syndrome. <laughs> Although that was what he read for yeah. initially. He wasn't playing Jake the Snake. <laughs> but yeah, Bruce Stern is still at with it. Uh, yeah. Kirk Douglas near the end, it was so sad. He was very, he was gone. Like yeah. He was on Bill Maher's show, actually bringing it back to Bill Maher. Yeah. And Bill Maher was like, I love Spartacus. What do you think of Spartacus now, looking back on it? Do you think uh, it's a reflective of our times? He's like, do that. Make the dark, dark go away. <laughs> I want to do blackface. <laughs> it's blackface. <laughs> he just stopping his feet until <laughs> eventually someone does blackface just to stop him crying. <laughs> just gives him some shoe polish to play with. Michael's like, okay, yeah. I'll do it for you, but don't anyone catch me. <laughs> so the Brad Pitt goes to the ranch. Yes. Now while this is going on, we get to see the DiCaprio scene. This is where DiCaprio shines, where he. Does the Lancer scene. Yeah. He does a take. He fucks up. Yeah. He goes into the trailer. He has a bit of a breakdown. And then comes back even stronger than ever. Fucking nails it. I think I love that scene. I think genuinely might be my favorite scene of the whole movie. Uh, Because like he gives the performance. He fucking nails it. Everyone's like, wow, that was great. And then he gets so emotional and starts crying. Mm. I just, it was like such, 
such good acting like he was so fucking good and it feels like everybody just focused on brad pitt's performance i was very surprised like nobody is talking about how good dicaprio was yeah. in that film it's it's kind of upsetting like but anyway he it is one of those things that if you, it's almost like a magician if you do it right it yeah. looks simple See, it's the same thing with Django, which, you no know, Tarantino film, like, he shines so fucking bright oh, in I that. Would, no, I would say he's way better in this than Django. But he's great in Django oh, I'm as not, well. I'm not talking bad about him in Django. I'm just yeah. saying, like, this is, I feel like this is better. It's a more, like, measured, real human performance. Yeah, where in Django, he's having fun, let's be he's honest. He's like a cartoon villain, almost. He gets to talk about black people's skulls. Yeah. He's yeah. having the time of his life. And boy, does he. I mean, he makes some valid points. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, we'll do a whole other episode on that. Oh, oh I've got notes. <laughs> phrenology, yeah. baby. Oh, would it be weird if we just did a whole phrenology episode and then just acted like, oh, no, we're just chatting about it. <laughs> Uh, the views expressed in this episode are not our own. Because it's funny. It's too big. Because we, we, we've got a little bit of clout now, and people kind of like think like, "Oh, these guys are liberal and they're not racist." And yeah. then we're like, "Well, hang on to your hats. <laughs> Hold my beer." <laughs> you can tell a lot by the skull shape. I not really good. <laughs> I want to do this though. I really want to do a phrenology episode. Yeah. We should. I actually have notes about FGM. What's FGM? That's female genital mutilation. Okay, that's not as fun. No, that's not, yeah. It's no, not it's this, not as... It's not phrenology is just so ridiculous and obviously not real, whereas genital mutilation does happen and it's very sad. You know what? I'm going, sad. To, I'm going to create a poll on a Facebook page. <laughs> what do you want to see? Phrenology, yay or nay. <laughs> no context. <laughs> they don't know what we mean. <laughs> oh, do it. Yeah. What are we at here? Uh, we're doing well now. Okay. We're speeding along. So let's let's, go, and let's we've go. got loads more to go. So yeah. speed through. Um, so, yeah, I love the scene of him doing Lancer. And I think it's a good choice, the fact that when we see the scene, yeah. we're not seeing it as like an old-timey program. No, yeah, we're actually seeing, you know, it's yeah. shot and like, did he shoot it in 70 mil? No. No, he didn't. It's shot like the rest of the movie. Okay. And I feel like that's good because if they shot it like if we're watching it through an old camera, let's say, yeah. the whole time you're thinking like, oh, it's old timey. So it kind of, you're a little more detached yeah. from the performance. But like, they're trying to capture, I think, the feeling you'd have you actually in that time. Yeah. If you're in the 60s watching this on TV, you'd yes. be like, oh, it's old timey. You'd just be like, this is a great acting. Yeah, yeah, because to them, it wasn't old timey. Like, the yeah. way they watch TV then is how we watch TV now. They don't yeah. know anything you know, different, or that's what they're, that's what they think TV looks like, so they're totally invested in the performances, and the story, and what have you, and uh, yeah, I I was invested as well, I loved it, if they ever were like, look, for fun, we're going to do like a half hour special, just a half hour Lancer special, I'd be like, yep, I want to watch that, that's, yeah, Uh, the little girl was great as well, yeah, who is she, was that her first Uh, an unknown, and I'm so glad she's acting in the post Me Too era, yeah, oh, because, oh, if this was in the 90s, oh, (laughs) you know, know, all aboard, like a drop of blood in the water, and all the sharks (laughs) come, like, yeah, oh, um, she'd be like, remember Poltergeist, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, on the set of Jeopardy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, yeah, you hear that story, oh, I have, yeah, that's a grim one, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna go, let's just say, that little girl got her anus ruptured, and they're like, it's perfectly normal, we'll leave it at that, yeah, and and then everyone's like, that's normal, yeah, she probably ate some bad Mexican food, that's what happens, she had some Chipotle, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, okay, I'm glad that, I mean, it's probably still dangerous in Hollywood. Yeah. But I'm glad that we're a little bit more... There's more awareness on it now. And there's definitely more of a platform for people to come forward about these experiences. Because that little girl is... Hopefully... That little girl is bait. She's a Shirley Temple level bait. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She... In another age, that would have been Judy Garrett. She would have been hooked on painkillers already. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. given her speed just to keep her awake for 18-hour takes. Her and Tarantino are doing lines together. <laughs> and Tarantino's like, wow, you are way too hyper. <laughs> I can't keep up with this bitch. She's yeah. wild. So uh, Let us see just, your feet. No. Let's just skip a bit. Okay. Uh, but the, we'll say she is great in this, though. Yeah. Great performance. But anyway, all right. Um, move it along. I do, I do kind of wish... With Tarantino, with everything else, when he's indulging, I'm like, yeah, I don't care like this. With defeat, it's just too easy a joke now. Yeah, and it's he doesn't uh, it's, he doesn't disappoint in this movie. It's, there it's are too, several feet. It's too much. He's kind of leaning into it now. He has to be aware of the fact that it's a joke, or a, basically, it's at meme level yeah. now. You like know? Brad Pitt joked about it when he won an award, not the Oscars, but some other award. He was yeah. like, I want to thank uh, the Academy, and I want to thank. Uh, 
uh, all the feet that were in the movie. Mm. Like, it's that level of a joke now. And it just takes me out. Like, it, literally, she's in the cinema, uh, Margot she, Robbie. The feet are up. She puts her feet up on the chair in front of her and her bare feet. Yeah. She took her shoes off. Smelly let's bitch. Say, let's say if I had, like, a elbow fetish. Yeah. Okay, and every single film I made had, like, a girl putting whipped cream on her elbows. <laughs> People are like... This is a weird choice, Brian. Yeah, yeah. For your Holocaust drama. <laughs> Just the girl yeah. in the red dress with yeah. whipped cream on her elbows. I do my version of, like, the 1916 Rising. <laughs> I know everyone like just is putting whipped cream on it. Uh, As they're saying, I've got to feed the British like <laughs> on the elbow. <laughs> Michael Collins is licking it off. All right. Yeah. Go on, let's go. No. No, you're <laughs> staying with this? I'm just thinking about it. I might have to go into the bathroom. Um, so we skipped then. Okay, so things are going well for the guys. And they're like, fuck it, let's go to Italy. Right. So we skip. We go and we see them doing Italian movies. Italian, Italian movie. movie. Uh, what do you, the clips are very fun to watch. It's kind of like a little montage sequence, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of them doing all like yeah, the only good gringos, the dead gringo. Yeah, and then he meets that Italian actress, and they get married. Yeah, and uh, mm. yeah, DiCaprio. I mean, DiCaprio. Yeah, and they kind of come to an agreement on the way home that listen, uh, Rick Dalton's like, look, I'm married now. I don't need the big house. I'm going to move out and. You know, hopefully get something in pilot season, but I'm kind of done. I don't need a gopher. I don't need right. a right-hand man. Yeah, okay. So this he's basically is, like, this is the end of the road for yeah. Cliff and uh, Rick Dalton. Yeah, yeah. Cliff Booth. Uh, and they're like, look, let's have one final blowout. Yeah. Let's, let's get the drinks in. Let's go. Let's get a little silly. So they go out together. Yeah. They're like, who knows what will happen? You know, maybe something exciting. Maybe a... Maybe a mass murder will do something interesting. Who knows? Like, yeah. Actually, one thing we forgot to mention: uh, when Brad Pitt met that uh, hippie girl, she sold him a cigarette laced with LSD. Yes. Yes. So yeah. uh, then, so that's the smoking gun. Yes. Yeah. The MacGuffin, as it yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna have one final big party, and this is the night of the killings. Yes. In real life. In real life, it's that date, and we do see like members of the. Uh, Manson family kind of sitting in a car talking about we've got to fucking kill these yeah. pigs so before that we see Sharon Tate and them this is all based on real fact the restaurant they actually went to um, you know they also had a night out yeah um, girls night out yeah yeah she's heavily pregnant at the time heavily pregnant it's yeah. weird it just during this scene uh, starts a voiceover which hadn't happened at any well no it did it it did a bit didn't it, at the start maybe one little is bit is it Paul F. Tompkins Oh, no, God, no. I wouldn't let him... Who no, does no. the voiceover? It's a uh, fucking... Uh, oh, why am I so dumb? He's actually in the film. Okay. He's in the film. He... Um, Who is he oh, in the film? Fucking... He did work with John Carpenter. He... Um, uh, he he's in Escape from New York. Escape from... L- oh. oh, Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell. He it's narrates. Kurt Russell? Yeah, he's narrating, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, so he's in the film. Playing, I, like, I don't know why. I could have sworn it was Paul F. Tompkins. I, I was From Paul Jack Horseman. Yeah, well, he is not in there and I'm happy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, You're okay. not a fan? Oh, no, I am. It's just like, you know, it's just not the... I mean, because in my head now, it's like you're taking away the job from... From Kurt Russell. Yeah, and I'm stay away. Yeah. Yeah, Kurt Russell needs this. <laughs> Kurt Russell is not in Bojack, okay? <laughs> he needs to keep Goldie Hawn in... Uh, you know, plastic yeah, yeah. surgery. Well, their kid now is actually, he's got a, their son, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son, is now an actor. He was in, um, he's been in a few things. He was in 22 Jump Street. Oh, really? He played like that big jock guy that Channing Tatum is friends with. I can see that. Yeah. I yeah. can see that, yeah. So yeah. he's in a few things. Anyway. Actually, yeah, and uh, Michael Madsen is in this as well. A very brief clip. Yeah, who is he again? Is he, he in the Bounty Law clip? That's what it he's, is. I think it's literally a guy going like, hey Yeah. Like, Hello there. I think Madsen definitely has some dirt on Tarantino. Do you know what I mean? I think it's more just like, let's be honest, Madsen's not like, he's not in like a Marvel Universe film, you know? No, he, no, I know. And it's just like... That's what I mean, though. Like, he's his career is pretty much done, except for that every few years he pops up in yeah. a Tarantino film. Apparently he's a great hang, though. Everything yeah, I heard about him, everything heard about him was like you want this guy on night I mean, out. How good he's fucking incredible in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, yeah. I love Michael Madsen. I'll just say that. But I think the reason why he's not bigger is the fact that he's a good hang. You know he's what I mean? Too much of a. Well, I heard he did get arrested for beating his wife. So that's what I mean. That's <laughs> good hang. <laughs> this guy knows how to party. Yeah, if you want a guy to come to a house party and you know do his do his party trick. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right okay. yeah yeah so they're back now they're partying 
They're back in the gaff. They're back in the gaff after the party, okay? Yeah. Uh, you know, you can see the mindset where uh, Rick is like, I'm making drinks. He's got the blender and he's sticking the ice in. Making cocktails, yeah, yeah. margaritas. Yeah, and Cliff Boot is like, look, I got this uh, magic doobie. LSD-laced cigarette. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Perfect time to smoke it. He's going to smoke it and walk the dog. He takes the dog for a walk. Now, the dog is it. dog is great in this. Yeah, the dog's... What's the dog called again? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember either. It's like, a good dog, though. It's a great... One of the best movie dogs ever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, this dog... Fuck you, Lassie. Yeah, this dog could rip Lassie's head off. Fuck you, Air Bud. Yeah, we're calling out all the big dogs. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, yeah. imagine if the film Air Buds, okay? Yeah. Isn't them playing basketball? Yeah, it's a dog joins a basketball and they're team. Like, There's nothing in the rules against it. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. But imagine if the rival team were like, don't worry. And, the, and the, <laughs> the, just the dog comes in and just rips their fucking throats. <laughs> There's blood everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so then, as you're saying, the hippies are there. Right. One of them runs away. A nice little comedic scene. Okay, yeah. She's like, I'm going to just go get something from the car. And she fucks off. Yeah. These are the hippies, by the way, the Manson family hippies that are going to carry out murders. Yeah. Yeah. Tex and... Uh, yeah, Tex Walker, is that his name? And what was the girl? The mad bitch. I can't remember now. Yeah, I'm yeah. a little disappointed that Lena Dunham wasn't part of the group that gets murdered. Yeah. Oh, she's just ugh, annoying, though. They definitely pulled some strings because Kevin Smith's daughter is in there as well. Is that right? Yeah. yeah she's one of the group. Not in the end scene she's in the in the spawn ranch scene yeah and uh, you see her especially in the scene where they're near the beginning where they're just taking out garbage and stuff like that okay yeah yeah um she's another one that could uh, oh uh, no i don't mind her really i feel sorry for her because her dad's kevin smith you know <laughs> every he just she walks into the kitchen and he's reading a comic book crying it's so beautiful <laughs> just how embarrassing would that be just yeah. like your dad like i mean he, you talk about you talk about Tarantino being the ultimate man child, I would argue Kevin Smith is way worse I than actually, Tarantino. You're right, you're right, yeah. yeah. You're right, he's just in that fucking hockey jersey. Hockey jersey and baseball cap. Just smells stinks of weed. Recovering from his heart attack because he's in his 50s now. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, fucking put on a suit or something. And you're right, the crying. He yeah. just every single, like... He just cries about, like, Marvel movies and all. It's like, what are you... Like a nine-year-old. Not you know? even ones that, like... No, other fans would like yeah you know, like Ant-Man and the Wasp yeah he's just like it was so beautiful because Ant-Man and the Wasp came together yeah, yeah. and we all need to come together I if ha- black people and white people could be like Ant-Man and the Wasp and just shrink down <laughs> that would solve all our problems yeah and yeah. she fucking fucking Harley Quinn that's her name by the way Harley Quinn Smith that's fucking so stupid that's yeah. pathetic yeah like, fuck you do you imagine just how embarrassed fuck you Kevin do, Smith I bet she just wishes like I would have so much respect for her if she was like, you know what? Uh, I have to go. Maybe I just like fiddle with the gas knob a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just let Kevin Smith die. die. And yeah. yeah, it would be for the best. It would, yeah. Like putting a horse down, you know? Yeah, and bury Jason Mewes alive with him in the coffin. <laughs> yeah. Like a pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then he would be Silent Bob. He's just dead. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Jason still doing that. Nooch, nooch. <laughs> Smoking weed, smoking be- as they're dumping the dirt on them. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. being buried alive. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look here, look, we're we're near the end. We're near the we're end. near the end. Both of the podcast and the film. Yes. And so everything. They're else. about to go into Sharon Tate's house. Okay. Yeah. But then Rick Dalton comes out. He's like, "You fucking hippies." Yeah, because they're like. Uh, in the driveway and their car engines real loud and Rick Dalton goes out you fucking hippies get the fuck out of here stop yeah. making noise this is a quiet street and I'm sick of you freaks beat it so and de- then they're like you know what forget the race war angle let's it turns in because they're look they're hippies they're on LSD yeah they're all drugged they'll up they'll immediately like go like oh what are we here for oh yeah vi- he, he's let's on go TV. kill that guy he's on TV promoting violence and we're going to kill him. That's violence. And they're like, whoa, man. It's like a commentary on society, man. Yeah, yeah. But even the way they do that in the scene, it's very clearly for comedic and tongue-in-cheek. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's a parody of that sort of 60s hippie ideology where they thought every great idea they had on drugs, they were geniuses yeah. and philosophers. So then we get to the best part of the film. They yeah. come into the house. Brad Pitt's in the house. He is... 
uh, tripping fe- balls, feeling the effects. Yes, yes. And they do a very good. Even the way, like you know, he turns on the lights. And he's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. He's very, very good. Like, uh, kind of drugged up acting. Yeah. Not like ridiculous, over the top. He's just like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. boy. Do you ever see like in movies sometimes where it's obvious they don't know what drugs are? Yeah, and, yeah. And like you know, they like smoke a. a like uh, an eyes wide shut when Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman smoke a joint and then they're just like so like it's the most hacky weird over the top but yeah. I have to think because it's Kubrick it's meant to be that way I feel like that was a joke that, on the yeah, actors yeah it's like a whole hyper realistic yeah. dream thing I'm anyway. talking about in other, other other movies I've seen like in sitcoms like they smoke one dupe yeah okay? yeah yeah and the next scene they're like uh, you know running around the car park being like well I'm a fairy I'm yeah, a fairy yeah, and you're like yeah. mm, it's not really <laughs> That's not what happens. You just yeah, yeah. Uh, you watch The Simpsons, you eat some pizza, you have a wank, and go to sleep. Yeah, that's the life of a druggie. Yeah, a lot of life. Speaking from experience, that was literally <laughs> how I went to bed last night. Anyway, and what a life it is. I was also drunk. I'll put that in there too. It yeah. just gets better and I'm better. I'm having a lot of problems, Brian. I'm like, are you Hugh Hefner? <laughs> Oh my God! It's Motley Crue. Yeah, they yeah. write a film about you. <laughs> the dirt. The dirt part two. It's just me on my bed. <sighs> I've seen this video too many times. <sighs> anyway, yeah, you sorry. like just you, like when you come, you have to like your heart flutters. <laughs> no, that's not a good. Sign. I have to go on a ventilator right after coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, so like, so the hippies come in. Right. Brad Pitt, you're like, oh no, what's gonna happen? Brad Pitt sets the dog on him. And then we have a, a a beautiful scene of violence. Horrific, grotesque, over-the-top, and hilarious violence. It was... It's so funny. It's great. I've never had more fun in a cinema yeah. that I can remember in such a while. I was like, yes! Yeah. Like, there was tears coming down from my eyes. I was laughing You were so like hard. Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah in I, that I, moment. But in happiness. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is fucking amazing. I love... It's great. It's one yeah. of those scenes where I was actually looking at other people being like, can you... What the fuck? Yeah, this is great. Yeah. And everyone else was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> now, see, I had a different experience because in the cinema, I saw... Everybody, we were all breaking our shit laughing. Yeah. The whole cinema were just in stitches and hysterics. It was fucking great. It, it's such a release. It really is, yeah, because everybody is expecting a horrific murder, and then he does show a horrific mm. murder, but in a ridiculous, over-the-top, cartoonish way. Uh, it's And it's very funny it's as well. It's cartoonish, but it's so well done. The fact that, like, the dog food... Not only just breaks the nose, it looks like it actually like makes an indent in the skull. It like proper like her nose is proper hanging off her face yeah, after yeah. that. But it's And then just like the close up like hard cut scenes of him smashing her face into yeah, different yeah, yeah. surfaces. Look, I mean there are three or four different surfaces. Yeah, yeah. So funny, so And well again, done. it makes such an indent into the head. Yeah. And look, let's be honest, guys, okay, for the fellas, okay. Hey guys, look. yeah. Tell your chick to beat it. Leave yeah. the room, sweetheart. Yeah, this is just for the, the boys, From okay? The, it's for the bro dogs. The bros with a Z, okay? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's good to see... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, let's move on. <laughs> Sometimes hey. you just got to see it. What a release. If that scene hadn't have happened, you would have hit a woman that night. I'm just saying, but like... You didn't. I think that helped a lot of people. <laughs> Saved a lot of lives yeah, that yeah. night. Oh my god! It, it helped a lot of marriages. <laughs> <say that. laughs> there was like some. There's like a unhappy guy in a marriage, and he was like, "You know what? I'm not going to get the dog." <laughs> I was going to train the dog to bite women's necks, and yeah. now I'm like, "Ah, I feel chill now. I'll get a cat instead." Yeah, but yeah. like, it's like. People can complain about the violence, but you're completely in the right. These people would have killed a pregnant woman. Yeah, they're based on real people who literally murdered a pregnant woman in cold blood. Yeah. Fuck them, like. So, you can watch this and not be like, is this problematic? Well, people did make that argument that it was problematic, that it's glorifying violence against women for comedic purposes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I'm like, good. Yeah. (laughs) And we just hit stop right there. The end. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like, it's... Anyone with any kind of sense will realize what they're doing. And also, it's not like... Like, if Eli Roth directed this, like, that scene of violence would have been, like, them torturing. It would have been, yeah, just real long, drawn-out It would have been, would have been Brad porn. Pitt and DiCaprio being like, let's torture this bitch for 10 yeah, minutes, you yeah. know? And Eli Roth is so dumb, he's like, yeah, it's cool, because I'm allowed to do it. Yeah. And you're like, it's not really the same, Eli. Oh, well, actually, the funniest part, so all this massacre and violence has happened in the house, and then... But the entire time, Rick Dalton, 
DiCaprio is just out in the pool, kind of floating on his inflatable chair, listening to some music or something. Yeah. And then some one the main girl, she gets thrown out through the window into the pool, and he's like, "What the fuck?" He freaks out. Yeah. So she's in the pool, blood everywhere, going crazy. He walks off screen. He's gone for like two seconds, three seconds. There's a wide shot, and comes back into frame with a massive fucking flamethrower. Yeah. At that moment, the entire cinema just erupted with laughter. Yeah, it was yeah. incredible. Yeah, so good. It, it was the co- comedic timing of the whole thing. It was perfect, uh, flawless. Yeah, it really that was. whole bit there is like there is not a single shot wrong with this. Yeah, there's the, just even the way like one of the women like gets back up and she's like, Whoa! like she's like sh- like almost like a, a puppet. Yeah, she's, like shaking she's weird. Just insane. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's um glorious. It is. It literally is like. Probably the best thing that's ever happened in my life. <laughs> it's the only reason I'm still here. It, I was going to end it all that night until it, I prob- saw that. I can't think of like a better moment moment in ever. your entire life. Really? Yeah. Right. I, I like look. There's good moments in my life. <laughs> sure. But I didn't have a flamethrower. No. Well, yeah. that's, hey, who could argue with that logic? That's yeah. you make a very good point. Like, I think of like you know romantic moments in my life, stuff like that. So like, would have been better if you had a flamethrower. I'm just saying it. W- <laughs> Would have been the cherry on top. <laughs> I wouldn't have flamethrowed her. Yeah. It would have been good if like... Just to have it there. And you know what? It would be cool actually if I could just flamethrow someone. Yeah. And be like, oh, they were they were murderers. <laughs> they were going to murder a pregnant woman. So it's They're okay. murder Sharon Tate. <laughs> yeah. You're in Balin. We're going to murder Sharon Tate. Anyway. Yeah. So the film ends then. Yeah. Uh, now, I'll be honest. I was kind of half surprised when it ended there. I thought like... You know, Charles doesn't show up or something. Yeah. But I actually respect the fact that it ends there. It just ends there. Uh, Brad Pitt goes to the hospital. But he's okay. But he's okay. All the bad guys are dead. And then Rick Dalton is just like, oh, what a crazy night. And then the neighbors, it's Emil uh, Hirsch, who's like playing uh, some guy that was friends with Sharon yeah. Tate. And they're like, whoa, what happened over there? And DiCaprio's like, ah, a bunch of crazy hippies broke in and I uh, I burned them with a flamethrower. It's like, well, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. Want to come in for some coffee? Yeah, yeah they're like, yeah. That's, let's chat about yeah, it. Yeah, and then Sharon Tate's like, hey, is that Rick Dalton? Bring him on up here. Yeah. And it's a happy ending for Rick Dalton. It's he a real fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. Sharon Tate is alive. Her baby is gonna be born. Yeah. Polanski's not gonna rape a thirteen. You're, you're year right. Old. You're right because of this. Yeah. Well. Well, no, probably. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Polanski. Yeah. Probably would have done worse. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Charles Manson. <laughs> you saved us all. Maybe Manson, you know, got a glimpse of the future and yeah. he's like, you know, you deserve this. Char- uh, Forget Helter Skelter. Forget the race war. Now it's yeah. Polanski. I'm after. So uh, that is the film. That's the movie. I do like it. I really love how. I know. I know. He had. He talked to the family a lot. Tarantino talked to the uh, Sharon Tate family a okay, lot. Right. I think this is an excellent tribute to yeah, her. Yeah. Because um, it just, as you said, shows her in a wonderful light, full of life, energy, kind, warm-hearted, yeah. and then you don't see her get brutally murdered because that's what everybody was expecting. So it is a nice like yeah. relief. Like, oh, she lives. She doesn't. And, die. Yeah, you could do like you know they come in and then she beats them up because of girl power and all right, that. Right. But, right. Right. It, it would almost feel a bit too a, a little too cartoonish yeah. and a little bit like um, we all know this didn't actually happen like this and yeah. it's almost like for an older like if you had like Abraham Lincoln beating up John Wilkes Boots sure okay, yeah. it's like yeah it's the past right this is the, the, a lot of family members are still alive okay. it's like a little bit yeah that's true yeah let's yeah. just for Tarantino it's very surprising he did like very delicate here he was this is definitely his most reserved mature film he holds back on a lot of stuff obviously it goes insane at the end but as you say it's a great release because it's been building and building and building and some have argued that up until that it was very slow and kind of boring personally I fucking loved it I thought it was great the whole way through um you know, okay, maybe a few dips. Maybe it's a little longer than it should be, but for the most part, I really did like it. Well, you, know? you definitely, if you wanted to, you could cut out stuff. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you're like, hey, sometimes a road trip, you're bored for a bit. You sure, know? yeah. You know, it can't all be just like you know popcorn action. You know, sometimes yeah. you gotta go with the story. But apparently, there's a lot more footage. 
I don't think this is going to happen, but it was something that was kind of said when the film got released. People were like, there's so much more footage. Tarantino was talked about maybe doing like a taking the movie re-editing it and putting it out as like a fucking six part or ten part series on now, netflix what i've heard is a lot of the footage is not actually like additional it's not like crazy shit it's more just like extra dialogue scenes right okay yeah, it's not like there's a whole subplot where like charles buys a helicopter <laughs> you know <laughs> that's the airwolf theme <laughs> oh. are you familiar with airwolf not Brian? as much as i should be no obviously not very embarrassing get out of yeah, my yeah. bedroom right now well, yeah well, that's I mean- <laughs> the rule you want to be in this room you gotta know airwolf baby jan michael vincent you, rocking the shit you bring a girl back and you're like there's a little quiz here <laughs> as i'm going down yeah. uh, could you please stop that no uh, <laughs> Chan Michael Vincent You have a can of dog food No <laughs> uh, So like uh, I will. I like to film a lot Apparently in The Haunting of Sharon Tate Yeah They do the exact opposite And it's It's just a gratuitous Brutal murder well, uh, I haven't I've heard like people talk about this I've heard a lot of people talk about this Is apparently They'd have their cake and eat it as well Where originally They have them Beating up, beating up the People who in, in Break into the house Right and then okay. it turns out that's a dream sequence. Oh, okay. And then they get brutally murdered. Yeah. And they show it. And then they show like Sharon Tate's ghost flying away. Are you serious? Yeah, something like that. That yeah. is awful. So that's terrible. This makes me Fuck appreciate... Fuck you, Lizzie McGuire. This makes me appreciate Tarantino even more. Yeah. Um, before we go, this will be fun now. If you had to rank the Tarantino films... Yes. Uh, Kill Bill is one film, just to make it easier. Okay. Uh, well, it's not getting in there, so don't worry about it. What do you mean? When you, you say rank them like worst okay. to best. Okay. Maybe like. Well, for me, Reservoir Dogs is his best film. Yeah. No. Well, okay. Maybe. I used to say that. I. It's my favorite of his. Yeah. It's my favorite of his. I would say. I think you could argue it's his best one. I don't know. It's a tough one. I just love it so much. So it's really up there for me. It's like I can't even be objective mm. about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think. I think this is probably, though, uh, you uh, could argue in terms of filmmaking, storytelling, etc. Yeah, could you say this is his best one? I don't know. Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. What would you say? I would say Pulp. Like, yeah, no pulp. one wants to say Pulp. Pulp, yeah. No one wants to say it. it. Is so like, I'd say Pulp slash Jackie Brown would be my two favorites. Okay, Jackie Brown is a great one now. But here's the thing. It's uh, an adaptation. He didn't write. Oh, yeah, it's well, I'm not based on an Elmore Le- Leonard novel. I'm not going to take that away from him. Well, I will. I actually wish he'd do more adaptations. It'd be good, yeah. Just to be interesting. Jackie Brown yeah. does. Uh, a lot of people disregard it. It is fucking great, though. I rewatched it recently. That's why I. Okay. So, and you know what? Inglorious Bastards is something that every time I watch it, I get a little bit more from it. Okay. And maybe it's because that was the first time I'd heard of Tarantino. Oh, really? That was your yeah. first... Okay. Uh, so it's got a special place in my heart. See, for me, Reservoir Dogs, I saw it... Yeah. No, I saw it when I was like 14, but it fucking blew me away. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's one of those films that a 14-year-old watch can f- can watch and love, but as you get older, you appreciate it so much more and like how he did so much with so little. So do you know little, what I mean? yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's an impressive You feat. started wearing a suit after that, That's didn't true, you? I did. I, I, I'm i not even messing. I used to have, like, fantasies of, like, walking down the street in slow-mo wearing a suit, sunglasses. I'm pretty sure that film is the reason I smoke cigarettes. Yeah. If I were to put it down to one thing, it's uh, Michael Madsen chopping off that guy's ear. God, I just, I wanted a cigarette there and then. You cut off your teacher's ear. Like, what? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, for show and tell. Yeah. I just take out a razor blade and sunglasses <laughs> and start playing the music. It's from a film. It's culture. <laughs> Philistine. Troglodyte. Yeah. Okay, we'll wrap it up there because we're over an hour. Oh, we're over an hour? Uh, okay. Yeah, I, um, no, I think we'll wrap it there. I Let's think- just say our favorites then. No, I was going to say, yeah, it would be Pulp. Because no one wants to say Pulp, but... Yeah, it's fuck. It is fucking great. In, I, I'm saying in terms of, like how well made it is and how yeah. like, how I- influential that's it true. was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say Pulp, Jackie Brown, and then right under that would be Reservoir Dogs and okay. Ghost Bastards. Okay. Then everything else. I. This is my opinion now. I think Hatefully is better than Django. Really? Yeah. Controversial statement to leave it on. Yeah, you really. That's me. How are you backing that up? That's me. That's me. I just say it and walk away. We don't have time to even go into it. That could be a whole episode in and of itself. Little teaser there. Yeah, yeah. 
Ooh, yeah. okay. You know, it'd be funny if I was like, I think hateful eight is better than Django, and I also think that Israel shouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hateful Eight is not better than Django. <laughs> Jamie Foxx did so much. Yeah. <laughs> Even the fathers of Zion would be like, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa. Pump the brakes there, yeah. buddy. He caught his hand when he was filming that scene. Yeah. Do you know how many times he says the N-word? It's poetry. <laughs> it's, yeah. Okay, well, we'll end it there. Okay. Um, uh, I, it's a great film. Yeah, great film. And... Um, I liked it. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. I'm going to take some acid, watch it again. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take some acid, can of dog food, and find a woman and have a good old time. But then you come to, and it wasn't a woman at all. <laughs> it's just yourself. I, I just bashed myself yeah. in the face <laughs> with a can of dog food <laughs> while I was on LSD. <laughs> oh, I'm like Tarantino. I'm Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> take your shirt I off. I take my shirt off. Everyone's like, ah! You're just on a roof. <laughs> Wearing big worker gloves, bashing myself in the uh, face with like, dog food. There's James again. <laughs> God, he really loves that film, doesn't he? He really loves it. Well, who can blame him? Who can blame him? Okay, my that, neighbors just accept it. That's the that's the end of the show, guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thanks for listening. Uh, like and share. Bye. Bye bye.